Good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. All right, here we are. It's Tuesday, February 23rd of 2021. I feel like our Monday wasn't really like a, a real Monday. While we said all day it was about kind of getting back into the swing of things, our yes. Monday still was kind of rough. It was. This building was sweating because it was so hot in here. I was sweating. We were all sweating. I was taking off layers of clothing during the show just because it was so hot in here from all of this, uh, whatever this mess is from the flood that we had last week. Mm-hmm. So hopefully today's our day back, right? Yeah, yeah. Can we it, call this day one? It feels one? a little bit better. Yeah. It's ground zero. Mm-hmm. It's like we went out and uh, landed on Mars or something. Yeah, well, maybe not just like that. But. No, it was as hot as Mars Yes, when we got here yesterday. Feels a bit better this morning. Again, today is February the 23rd. It is National Dog Biscuit Day. Oh. So we'll eat some of those as we go throughout the oh. show. Get your favorite flavor. <laughs> Ew. We did a contest many, many years ago. Have I ever told you this one? Uh, where it was, what would you do for WWE tickets? And I'm talking like this is 15 years ago. Oh. <laughs> and like at this point in radio, you can't do the stuff we did back right, then. Right, right. Uh, and there were a number of different things that people came in here and did. We had one person who, who got a blender Mm-mm. and they took everything that was left over in their car and put it in our blender and we blended it and made them drink it. It's like they had milk and and let's say Dr. Pepper or Mountain Dew or something <laughs> like that and Doritos and all this different stuff. <laughs> and we put it in the blender and they drank it. True okay, story. it'd have to be somewhat, it'd have to be a really good concert for me to do that, but I think I would do it. So then we did one again. This is for what would you do for WWE tickets? Uh, one of the deals was eating dog food and dog biscuits. And I decided that because I felt bad because it was a lady who came in and did it and she was eating dog food in front of us. Hang on, was it the wet kind of dog food no. or was it the kibble. dry? It's kibble. <laughs> Why is that funny? So she's over there eating kibble, and Uh she starts to gag. And then I started to feel bad that we had this poor lady eating kibble. No. So I decided to eat some kibble with her. It's so crunchy, I'm sure. Oh, it's the worst. Mm -mm. Because for whatever reason, and I'm not sure exactly how it works out, but as soon as you take the bite Mm -mm. and, and it explodes into your mouth, it all dries out. Like everything goes as dry as it can, and then you have that disgusting flavor, and your mouth is dry. Let's do it again for fun. No. Oh. So if I, you know, whenever I decide I want to eat like some type of dog treat, typically mm-hmm. it's the jerky kind because that's, right. that kind isn't that bad. It's more human-like. Yeah. So sometimes if we run out of like little snacks and the dogs have those little begging strips and stuff like that, I'll go eat a couple of those. and It's bacon. And I'll be good. Yeah. So mm. anyway, it's mm-hmm. National Dog Biscuit Day. Also National Banana Bread Day. That's good. Yeah. And I typically wouldn't say, hey, let's make some, but if somebody makes it, I'll eat it. Mm-hmm. It's also National Tile Day and also National Play Tennis Day. Have you ever played tennis? I have. When I lived in an apartment complex. You kind of like Andre Agassi? Uh, More like Andre the Giant. (laughs) 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 That was was terrible at it, man. The worst. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Kelly mentioned that back in the day she used to play tennis in a league. I did. And she's also selling photos of her and her tennis outfit (laughs) on her Instagram stories. (laughs) That's not true. Swipe up. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 1996 and Joe Diffie had the number one song in country music on this day. They got a love bigger than the Beatles, wild and free like a rolling stone. They got a love takes them higher than... Sweet, sweet song. Na, 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 na. Joe Diffie. Na, na, 
Kelly's part. She pours some drinks, loads up the sink, and dreams of being a movie star. star. There you are. Her mama said she'd knock them dead. Oh, yeah. But Hollywood hasn't called so far. Nope. What the heck? But he thinks she's as pretty as a picture when she wipes down tables in her apron strings. Oh, and sometimes he forgets the chorus because she's shining like a beauty on the silver oh, screen. There she is. They got a love bigger than the Beatles. Wild and free like a rolling stone. They got a love them higher than the eagles ain't life such a sweet sweet song na 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 what this is your song is it They got a love bigger than the Beatles, wild and free like a rolling stone. They got a love takes them higher than the Eagles. Ain't life such a sweet, sweet song? Na 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 na. It's Joe Diffie and bigger than the Beatles. It was number one on this day in 1996. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Y'all, one week ago, there was snow on the ground, and we had another round of snow coming. Today, we're looking at temperatures in the 60s across Arkansas. We're excited about that. I'm ready for spring at this point. Me too. Almost didn't even wear a pullover today. Yeah. I'm like, I just want to get out there and enjoy the weather. So, we appreciate you listening to us this morning. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip. Gotcha gossip on Kim Kardashian, who must have the entire breakup playbook right in front of her. She's turned to page 200, and she realizes that you're supposed to post cryptic messages as you're going through a breakup. One of the ones that she just posted on her Instagram stories was her driving. You know, it's beautiful, the scenery in California. And in the background, there's a song playing, and it happens to be the most, uh, the number one song in all of the world right now. Olivia Rodrigo, Driver's License, all about missing your ex and being sad about the breakup. This is the song that was playing in the background when Kim Kardashian was driving.
That's what Kim K was playing in the background as she was driving and doing her Instagram story. At the bottom of the screen, she added in a green, a brown, and the black heart emoji surrounded by two knife emojis, like a broken heart. So anyway, Kim K has taken a page out of the cryptic breakup playbook. Got you gossip on Maroon 5. So they just announced they're dropping new music, and they have asked rapper Megan Thee Stallion to be on the track. And if you're not sure who Megan Thee Stallion is, you know her from this song right here. I'm a savage. Classy, bougie, ratchet. Sassy, moody, nasty. Acting stupid. What was happening? What was happening? She's also known for this one, her most recent. It's a pretty big deal, though. Yeah, so Maroon 5 announced that the song is going to be called Beautiful Mistakes. It will feature Megan, and it's going to be released March 3rd. All right, got you gossip on The Bachelorette. It looks like Claire Crawley and Dale Moss are back together. If you remember, they were the ones who, uh, when Claire was cast to be The Bachelorette, they fell in love basically instantly. Mm -hmm. She dropped out of the entire television show. They had to replace her and all that different stuff. But about a month ago, they broke up, citing the fact that they were just at different points and wanted different things in the relationship. Well, a month later, y'all, they're back together, spotted on the beach together, kissing Hmm. for the paparazzi. So... Claire Crawley and Dale Moss, it looks like they've made amends and are back together in that relationship. Gotcha gossip on John Mayer. So he's been known to be somewhat of a player, maybe a heartbreaker too. He's been linked to Jennifer Aniston, Taylor Swift, Katy Perry, Jessica Simpson. But guess what? What? It looks like he may be finally ready to settle down. He got real up, kind of up close and personal in an interview with Andy Cohen, and he talked about his future as a family man. And at one point, he was even asked, hey, what's left on your bucket list? And this is what John Mayer said. There's one thing left, and that's wife and kids oh good answer easy wife and kids and uh okay you know yeah wife and kids that that would be that would complete all of it and i thought about this as recently as last night because my brothers are both married and have have children and i asked you friday night at what age you think you will have children my dad was 50 when he had me yep i was 50 when i had Ben. i think the age is not determined by anything other than when you think you're done needing things from the world for just you there you go. So, John Mayer, I wonder if he's already dating someone. I bet he is. You think so? I bet it's on the on the down low. I don't figure he stays single very long. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. John Mayer. And my favorite was, I think, maybe the first one. I want to ride through the halls of high school. I want to scream at the top of my lungs. I just found out. And of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we got you gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. When you go into a store and you put on your mask, right, you you have that on. Is it typically like a cloth mask, a branded mask, or do you sometimes wear like the medical looking mask? Uh, I, All of it. You wear all of them at once? No. You're going to be protected. I wear 17 masks. That's the best so, way to be protected um, from COVID. They just tell you to keep on putting on more masks. I do have some surgical ones just in case I forget one of them, but I also have some some cloth ones too. Yeah, the weird thing about the cloth ones on my face, and I don't know if it's because I have a bigger nose or what it is, <clears throat> a lot of times they don't fit me real well. <laughs> and I notice that <clears throat> I have either too much of my chin hanging out or it looks like I'm wearing something a little too small for my face. I've never really thought I had a big head uh-huh. until I had to wear these masks in places. And then I realize it's riding up. 
So, see, and I do this. I don't think it's just you. Because sometimes I'll, because I have to talk a lot at my other job with a mask on. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's what happens. You'll either all of a sudden it's right below your nose where they can see your nose holes or it starts coming up. right. I just said nose holes, didn't I? I don't know where that came from. Um, But yeah, they do ride a lot. So it's normal. Yeah, it's normal. Because here's the thing on dudes, because like if you have a little bit of facial hair, it looks so weird for your mask to be here because then it prints underneath and it makes you look like you have the chin thing going on that then spurry. Right. <clears throat> That's why I like the medical mask. I stretch that thing up from the top of my nose all the way down to my Adam's apple and I don't have to worry about anything. Wow. That's the great thing about those. Yeah. Things. Or if you have a small face, you got the world beat. Yeah, that is, you're right. But I see these masks that they're trying to sell and I'm like, that looks like it has plenty of coverage. But I need to be able to try them on. But in the middle of a pandemic, you, you can't, can't try on no, a mask. No, you can't. You just have to buy it and hope it fits. That's why I thought about getting one of those neck gaiter things. And I researched all of those. Well, did you did you get one of those? Well, I read sometimes they're not as effective. Well, it's better than nothing. Well, it looks all cool like the coaches do it and stuff like that. Like, yeah, I'm going to pull it up and pull it down. Oh, it's a cool I thing. Do, yeah. Well, have you tried it on yet? Well, I bought this one thing one time that was kind of a neck gaiter, but for whatever reason, it had a hole so I could put a thermos through it. What? Or a straw, I mean. From a drinking uh, sippy cup or something. Okay. And what then, section did you get this in? Oh, uh, it was at Academy. Okay. But the deal was, is when I would talk and I tried to do a video, a Facebook Live video with it one time, you could see my mouth open, which totally defeats the purpose <laughs> of wearing the mask. Too, if you take a deep breath, the the, the it that goes into your mouth, the the fabric does. Oh, yeah. And so it makes you look like you can't breathe or something. Yeah. You try going out there. I was because I host A-State football games, right? And no there's, way. Yeah, there's all these people in the stands and I'm on the big screen. Mm-mm. And my first deal is always kind of like one of my loud, get them fired up type things. And they were like, you need to probably wear the mask. It looks better on camera. I'm like, but nobody's going to be within 20 feet of me. Right. Yeah. Right. Because the camera's back mm-hmm. and I'm doing my thing out there by myself. So I start with the mask on. And as soon as I'm like, Welcome. <gasps> That mask went straight into my yep. mouth, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to suffocate on camera in front of everybody. I know. It's, so. it's We're going to be wearing them for a second, though, I think. They say most people have about six masks in rotation. That's what they're going through, six different masks. I have one that fits and probably five or six that don't. On average, people spent 28 bucks on masks last year, and about one-third of people use those disposable masks most of the time. Hmm. What about going into places where people don't have masks? Because I, I went into a place the other day, and I didn't realize it until we left. I'm like, oh, my gosh. They didn't have a mask on. Oh, yeah. It seems, at this point, mm-hmm. it seems so strange. Yeah, you don't see it much. Yeah, a year ago, it would have seemed weird if somebody wore a mask. Right, I know. And now it's weird if people don't. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you could pick any age and you could stay that age for the rest of your life, what do you think the most popular answer is according to a new survey? Ooh, um, let's say oh, 31. 31. Is it 31? It's not 31. Hmm. But it's pretty close. Really? Yeah, the average age that people wish they could stay is 36. Okay. They say that at 36 that you feel like you still look uh, about five years younger than you are. And you feel about six years younger. So you feel pretty good. You feel like you look younger than you are. And that's the age that people wish they could go back to and stay 36. Wow. Hmm. What do you remember about 36? Is that a good year for you? Yeah. I just remember it being in my 30s. I was much more um, 
who I am now. Like I had yeah. grown up a lot. Yeah. You know, so I think that's probably a good age to be. Would you want to go back to any time in your twenties? Mm. Like there are fun moments, yeah, but like I wouldn't college, want to be that age. But again. no, not not remain that same age. No, for the rest of your life, you had to be twenty seven years old. I don't want to do that to anyone. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of interesting to think about, though, because me at thirty six, I thought was you know I was probably all right. Yeah, yeah. Because you're kind of settled, and mm-hmm. you probably have somewhat of a family and a. And a regular life and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Oddly enough, and I, I hate to say it, but I kind of like myself now. Yeah. More than ever. That's good. I don't know if that happens as you get older. Like all of a sudden, as you age, all of a sudden, you just become more comfortable with who you've become. I think that's a lot of it. Because I think in your 20s, you're still trying to figure that whole thing mm-hmm, out. Definitely. And you never want to give up because if Eric Birch hears this, he's going to be like, oh, you gave up. But like at some point, you're like, you have to say, I kind of like myself. Yeah. I kind of like what I'm doing. Just have to do things to make yourself com- get better. Yeah. Always find ways to improve. But if you could pick one age and stay that age the rest of your life, the average answer is staying the age of 36. So if you're that age right now, enjoy that. And for those of you who are in your, let's say, your mid-20s mm-hmm. and you think the world is at its best, guess what? It gets better for a lot of us. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. A 21-year-old guy named Richard was pulled over on the interstate near Vero Beach, Florida, when he was doing over 120 miles an hour in his Volkswagen. Volkswagen? Yeah. Dang. Well, he almost hit some other cars, and he didn't pull over right away when the police got behind them with with their lights flashing. Well, when he finally did pull over, he told the officer there were two reasons he was going that fast one he said quote i didn't know driving reckless was illegal oh yeah me either yeah and two he was listening to an obscure rap song called asiento viente by an aspiring rapper called track insano and siento viente means 120 so that's why he was driving 120 the song was telling him to do that that's what you do yeah well richard was arrested for fleeing and reckless driving but speaking of speeding a state trooper pulled alongside a speeding driver and was shocked when he saw an elderly woman behind the wheel knitting. Really? The trooper rolled down the window and yelled, pull over. And the woman said, no, Mm-mm. it's a cardigan. No, that's a dumb and dumber joke. Oh my gosh. That's a dumb I'm and so dumber proud joke. of you. I didn't think you know it. <laughs> and there's even more proof oh. that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So it's pretty cool. There's photos and videos that now we can all watch and we can study from the planet Mars. So NASA sends up this uh, spaceship, the space shuttle gimmick, and it goes up there into outer space and it lands on Mars, right? And we're seeing these images of this dusty planet, what the terrain looks like. And I'm sitting here going, wow, that's so neat. Mm -hmm. Like you go back and you think about when we were in school, you know, and I think probably still to this day, people study, uh, you know, the landing on the moon. Right. Those guys who were able to do that. Do you remember the names? Uh, Neil Armstrong. Yep. And um, I almost said Lance. (laughs) But I know it's not him. I know it's not him. Uh, Neil Armstrong and um, Buzz Aldrin. There you go. So we remember that, right? Yes. So now our our generation and, and those younger can remember this video of the parachute going up and all of a sudden here comes this big thing, Perseverance, and it lands there on Mars and we're seeing these images and we're learning about what it feels like up there. They're saying the temperature is 12,000 degrees Fahrenheit. 
And like, so we're wondering, hey, is anything up there? Are we right. going to see anything? Is somebody going to come walking out or pop yeah. around the corner? I think I've seen too many movies because I feel like I want them to have like a video and like them be panning and all of a sudden it's like E.T.'s face appears Dude. and like waves or something. Yeah. That's what I want to happen. And they, they're going to be nice aliens. Yeah, of course they would be. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because they're That's up there they can survive 12,000 degree temperatures. Yeah. Give us some tips. Here's what I'm wondering though. Because we've seen so many of these space movies, right? Mm-hmm. Can I give you a conspiracy theory real quick? Of course. What if this whole gimmick is just a gimmick? So what if they're making a movie, basically, is what you're saying? What if, And what if like people don't even know except for the tip-top people? Yes. And only they know that this gimmick really is just in some studio somewhere. So you think there's a chance that these pictures could be just of, I don't know... Hobby Lobby items that someone made out of, you know, what if it is? planets. How do we know for sure? We don't. You know what I'm saying? What if we're not on we're not on on the uh on Mars. We're yeah. not there. We can't. Who knows for yeah. sure? And you could have all these other people who are there who don't know except for like, you know, the top one or two people and the production people who are sworn to secrecy with the non-disclosure agreement. It's so interesting. What if it is? Hmm. Maybe you should tweet out to NASA and just say prove it. Well, they did. No, no, it's something different. They some they're gonna have to prove it. Maybe by letting you let uh, me go to Mars. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But even if I went to Mars and I came back and I really went to some soundstage somewhere and I came back and said, "Hey, I went to Mars, everybody." I'm famous for that. That's that's true. History books for that. That's true. Have you seen what they've done though? Mm -mm. Have you seen what it looks like? uh No. No, it's pretty interesting. And, and again, it you know more than likely is legit. But I mean, you know, I don't know what I expected Mars to look like. But there are movies about Mars. Yeah. And it kind of looks like what you would think the movie would look like. It kind of does. <clears throat> so just saying. Yeah. If you can prove it, well, I'd like for you to prove it. I would like someone to spoof in an alien. That'd be funny. But oh, it has gosh. to be an alien that people know. Yeah. Or like, we could spoof in uh, Bernie Sanders. In the chair with his, he's, <laughs> he's sitting up there on Mars in twelve thousand degree temperature. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's funny too. Brandon Baxter in the morning and Kelly Perry. I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, Happy yeah. birthday to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you for it. Well, 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 time for birthdays for today, Tuesday, February the 23rd of 2021. Local birthdays, local celebrities, here we go. Happy birthday goes out to our co-worker and the man who has fought COVID-19 and won. Yes. Will Oswald. He celebrates his birthday today. Happy birthday, Will. Will the thrill. Will I ain't, as Brad Bobo would call him. I sometimes call him Willy Willy. Willy Willy. I don't know if he likes that or not. I don't think I've ever heard you call him that, actually. I mean, hey, Willy Willy. I don't know if people named Will like to be called Willy Willy. Yeah. I like it, though. Yeah. So, happy birthday to Will Oswalt, who celebrates his birthday today. He's also the one who was famous for doing the Dizzy Bat Challenge at A-State Baseball. I think we should repost that today Uh, in honor of his birthday. He'll get mad. When he fell into the fence. Three times. And and his his shirt ripped. Oh. It's a contest that they do all the time at games. Yeah, it's fine. Will made it dangerous. 
and then got <laughs> he sure did fired up that we posted it. Yeah, so maybe we shouldn't repost it. It's up on our socials and our history stuff. You want to go back? Uh, Jackie Rojas, happy birthday, Coach Sammy Lewis of Jonesboro happy celebrates. Birthday. Shelby Joyner, happy birthday, Lester Sieber of Stuttgart. We have Kimberly Roberts of Jonesboro. Elliot Kim from Jonesboro celebrates. Kimberly Meek. Of Stuttgart, happy birthday, Tanya Holden. From Jonesboro, Toby Lane. Of DeWitt and Barbara Tate. Of Jonesboro celebrates today as well. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say... Happy birthday! To all y'all. And you celebrate with these celebrities. Little Dakota Fanning. She's 27 today. Dang, that's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, so that's Jane in the Twilight movies. Emily Blunt is 38. She played the new version of Mary Poppins. She's starring with The Rock in the Jungle Cruise movie. And she's also married to John Krasinski. She's 38 today. Happy birthday. Aziz Ansari is 38. That's Tom Haverford on Parks and Rec. Damon John is 52. He's the guy on Shark Tank, the founder and CEO of FUBU. Kristen Davis is 56. That's Charlotte on Sex and the City. Tom Bodette is 66. We'll leave the light on for you yeah, until mo- 6. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Patricia Richardson is 70. That was Tim Allen's wife, Jill, on Home Improvement. Stop the press. Mm-hmm. She's 70? She's 70. I would have never dreamed that. Yeah, I know. Okay. And happy birthday today to Brad Whitford, who is 69, oh, yeah. Errol Smith's rhythm guitarist. There you go. <laughs> How old do you feel when a guy in Aerosmith is almost seven? What's up with that? Brad Whitford, Aerosmith. One of Kelly's favorites. Here we go. Happy birthday to Brad Whitford of Aerosmith. You remember the song Ragdoll? Aerosmith. I mean, we could do these all day. You realize that? We could do this one. We could do some Sweetie Motion. My favorite one of all time. It's kind of a random favorite. And after all of those hits, the most success, the biggest song they ever did, 
My good friend, Brad Whitford of Aerosmith, who turned 69 today. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Get up. Welcome to a Tuesday morning. Thanks for having us on. Crazy to think a week ago we were covered in snow, and today we're talking about 60s across Arkansas. That's good news, y'all. And of course, as always, Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas. This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. I was a little off on that one, sorry. Kenny Chesney just dropped a new single, and he says that it's a song about reflecting on the people he's met along the way that have made him a better person in the time that he shared with them. So the song is called Knowing You. Here's Kenny Chesney. Knowing you, you're still wild and free And knowing you, you're probably way over me But God, we were so alive I was a kid on a carnival ride Holding my breath till the moment When you were gone too soon But I'd do it all over Cause damn it was good knowing you Again, the song's called Knowing You. It's Kenny Chesney and it's up on the Brandon Baxter in the Morning Blog. Alright, so there's news out today that Miranda Lambert has a collaboration coming up with a pop star and we know this because both Miranda Lambert and L. King have been sharing some promotional shots of what they're working on. So uh, the hashtag Miranda used is hashtag drunk. <laughs> We're not sure if that's the name of the song, but this is kind of like, it looks like L King uh, is dressed to go get married, but she's smoking. <laughs> and Miranda looks like Miranda would in, I don't know, the nineties, maybe it's a yeah. very, I mean, if you look at the photo, how would you take it? Uh, yeah, I would say nineties. It's for like sure. glam, old school uh-huh. glam, right? So the hashtag on Miranda's post is drunk. L King Uses the hashtag drunk as well, and with the quote, the whiskey goes down better when they don't know who you are. Hashtag drunk. So it does look like Miranda Lambert and L. King, a collaboration, is coming soon. 
So Matt Stell has made a little bit of money with the success of his music career over the past couple of years, and he's used some of that money to do something really special for his mom this past Christmas. Now, you know Matt Stell from this song right here. But I've been from Savannah to Long Beach, trying to keep your memory out of reach. But there you were in the Delta night, Santa Fe sun, the Colorado sky. Matt Stell, who's from Arkansas, also did this one. So what did he do? So Matt was part of a showcase for New Faces in Country Music, and organizers filmed a video of his mom, Lisa, talking about the major surprise he presented for her at Christmas. Basically, what he did is he wrote her a really sweet, I guess, basically a love letter to his mom, yeah. thanking her for everything she had done for him. And then at the very end, he said, P.S., I paid off your horse trailer. So apparently, yeah, he's finally at a point in his career where he can give back to his family. So I thought that that was really, really cool. There you go. Shout out to Matt Stell. And also there is a new song out from Lauren Elena. And uh, it's a song where she she said when she was working on it and they were writing it, she knew there was one person that she needed on the song. And that one person was John Party. She was like, this Mm -hmm. is perfect for her and Party. The song is called Getting Over Him. It's new stuff from Lauren Elena featuring John Party. And it sounds like this. Heard from a friend of a friend that you had a reputation And it sounded like my kind of lonely medication I was the girl he cheated on Looking for a little bit of neon So I got drunk, hit you up when you took the invitation We were dying John Party. It's called Getting Over Him. And you can check it out today on Kelly's MySpace profile. <laughs> so dumb. It's actually up on the Brandon Baxter in the morning blog. That's your country music news on Arkansas's morning show. Brandon Baxter in the morning presents Today in Pop Culture. All right, today in Pop Culture in 1972, a country star was born. His name. Steve Holy. And Steve Holy gave us a couple of really good songs, including this one. Good morning, beautiful. How was your night? Mine was wonderful with you by my side. So you know how I typically play that song for my wife? Yeah. Like we call her and I'll be like, hey, Leslie, I have something to say. And he goes like that. Right. Do you remember the day I pulled over the wrong song and played this Steve Holy song instead? I got a brand new girlfriend. 
And she was like, we went down the deep. <laughs> All right, today in pop culture in 1983, Alabama won the Grammy Award for the best country performance by a duo or a group for this song. Oh, play me some mountain music. Come on. My grandma and grandpa, grandpa used to play. Then I float on down the river to Cajun Hideaway. That was 83. Today in pop culture in 1993, Gary Coleman won a lawsuit against his parents because he felt that they used the money he earned from the show Different Strokes and he didn't get his share of the money. Uh, he won the lawsuit and won $1.2 million from his parents. Gary Ooh. Coleman, of course, was Arnold Jackson on Different Strokes. Now the world don't move to the beat of just one drum. What might be right for you may not be right for some. A man is born, he's a man of means. Then along come two, they got nothing but the genes, but they got different strokes to take. As a kid, that was my favorite show. So, anyway, Gary Coleman, 93. Uh, today in pop culture in 1999, Eminem dropped his first major label album. The album was called The Slim Shady LP, and it featured this song. Hi, my name is what? My name is My name is My name is My name is That's 91. Actually, 99. All right, today in pop culture in 1999 as well, TLC put out the album Fan Mail. Fan Mail. It went on to produce one of their biggest hits of all time. And when you're thinking of TLC hits... Today in pop culture in the year 2000, Christina Aguilera won the Best New Artist Award at the Grammys. And today in pop culture in 2012, Carrie Underwood released this song. At the time, this was her fastest-selling single ever, Carrie Underwood and Good Girl. It was released February the 23rd of 2012, and that is today in pop culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Sometimes in the studio, Kelly gets on these tangents and starts telling these really long-winded <laughs> stories. Already today, once I've had to say, hey, you're going to have to give me a second. And you have to be gentle because sometimes you know it hurts my feelings. Right. But I'm like, hey, I've got stuff to do while you're over there doing your makeup. I, Brandon, take it back uh-uh. because you know I don't sit over here and do my makeup. No, take you it back. No, she doesn't do makeup. Anymore. Just gloss. Yeah, it's all day. So she goes back into telling me the story about the first time she got pulled over. And I'm not even really sure why 
this is a thing that popped up into your head today. Well, I think it is. Be- it did because I have two teenagers that drive, right? So they're driving a lot. And I got to the point where I was thinking, I wonder if I've ever talked to my son about, hey, if you do get pulled over, this is what you do. Because I remember the first time I got pulled over, mm-hmm. I did not know what to do. What do you mean you didn't know what to do? Isn't it pretty simple? You, you yeah, you put would... the pedal to the metal, <laughs> right? <laughs> No, don't listen to that. <laughs> that might have been what you did. No, it's fun. It's a chase scene. Well, of it's always course. fun. The first time, it's a rite of passage. Is it? Yeah, don't listen no, to Brandon. I'm just 100% kidding. Don't do that. So anyway, the very first time I got pulled over, I was driving from uh, from Wynn to Jonesboro. Okay, set okay. the scene, though. Okay. Because like a lot of us have been on that highway at some point over the years, right? Yes. What are you driving? I am driving a 1992 Teal Honda Accord. Okay, how old are you in 90, or how old are you at this time? Let's see, I'm probably, I was probably 19. What'd your hair look like, basically the same? I, I, I looked exactly the same, I just have more wrinkles now. Okay, yes, <laughs> okay. So you're driving down the road, and what's happening? If you say I, you were listening to me. I probably, Brandon, I probably oh, was. embarrassing. Yeah, I know, it's pretty embarrassing. Um, so I was probably listening to the radio, probably listening to music, because anytime I have good music on, I'm probably going to go a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. I think most people are like that. Yeah. Anyway, so all of a sudden I looked up and there was, you know, lights. And so instead of pulling over on the right side, like you're supposed to, Mm-mm. I got in the turning lane and then got kind no. of panicked and then pulled over on the left no, side of the highway. And so I remember this and I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, did you I was, know you did wrong no, at that no, point? Because and I, you just think you pull over wherever the heck you feel like pulling roll over? over in his grave. But I promise he had never told me, Kelly, this is what you do if you get pulled, pulled over. Because I was like, what am I doing wrong? I just didn't know. Yeah, you flirt. If you're a girl, if you're a good-looking girl, you flirt. Okay, well, so... I wish I was a good-looking girl. The very first thing he says to me, and it was an older man. He was probably... could have been like a grandpa, okay? Doesn't he, matter. Still he flirt. goes, He goes, darling, what are you doing? <laughs> and I was like, I'm so sorry, sir. I've never been pulled over. And he's like, well, oh, the first gosh. thing you do is you don't... You don't pull over on this side. Like, he was precious with me. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even know who he was, but he was precious. Explained to me. And I was like... And, he's, and all it was was I was going over the speed limit. He was like... I just, I guarantee you, he was like, dang, I wish I wouldn't have pulled her over. Because right, it was a hassle. Yeah, he was like, this girl. <laughs> How soon did you did you cry? Because I would assume you cried. Immediately. Immediately. You were crying when he got there. Immediately. Because all I was thinking of is, I'm going to get in trouble. Oh. Yeah. And and I didn't know what I had done. And I didn't, you know. But back when you first get pulled over, you're not thinking about that stuff. So I was thinking, I wonder if other people have the same story. Like, they are, they're panickers. Mm-hmm. Or if they were like... Oh, it's no big deal. There's just some lights behind me. I'm going to pull over. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, what's up? Like, Dude, no way. Right. Even if even if I'm not doing anything wrong and those, I see a police officer or a state trooper behind me, I start to panic. Because you can check your eye watch and, and your blood pressure, or like my blood pressure goes up when there is a, an officer behind me, even if I'm not doing, doing anything wrong, like you said. No, you start going to yourself, oh my gosh, do I look suspicious? And here I am, I'm bald. What? Of course I look suspicious. <laughs> and there's tattoos. And I have tattoos. I'm suspicious. But hang on, do you remember the first time you got pulled over? I don't know about the first time, but I... Oh, you look nervous. Let me tell you the most recent time. I got pulled over on the way. I was driving to the beer store, and I felt like when I had to get out and tell them what I was doing, (laughs) that I was breaking the law by going to get beer. (laughs) 
And he said to me, will you please get out of your vehicle? And I started to panic. I thought I was going to be handcuffed and thrown down on the side of the road. But why do you have to get out of your vehicle? Because my tags didn't match the registration. Remember, I had the gimmick where they gave me the wrong stuff. And I had to prove it. my goodness. But I started thinking, this is it. I'm going down (laughs) for nothing. Nice. Got a couple more. We got to do this, Joe. Let me me do this. Okay. We got to pay. We got to do this deal here. I'm going to come back and I have more crazy stories because there was a time I was in another state. I was in the middle of the desert Mm -mm. and uh, I got pulled over with the van full of professional wrestlers and it was really embarrassing. And there was another time that they sick the the drug sniffing dogs on my car. (laughs) What? Brandon. True stories. Uh -uh. I'll share those with you coming up. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So Kelly's not sure that she has taught her children uh, what to do if they get pulled over when they're driving. Uh So she remembers this time she gets pulled over, pulls over to the wrong side of the road, immediately starts crying, and the poor officer was traumatized (laughs) after that. He probably retired. I just I can still hear his voice. Darling, what are you doing? It's probably Robert Spear. He retired after that. He said, Sorry, sir. I am done. It was a trooper. I do remember yeah. it was a trooper, but it was a long time ago. So anyway, uh, there was a time in 2015. I had a van full of professional wrestlers. We had done television in Las Vegas. Uh, either one or two days of TV. I can't remember. But anyway, so I was like the ring announcer and the host. <clears throat> we all pile into this van. And like if you're driving from Las Vegas to Reno, Nevada, it's basically desert. And you drive past that area where like they say you can't go because of aliens or whatever that is. What's that called? Area 54. Something like that. 50 something. Car 54. Where are you? Wait, that's Studio 54. I don't know. Whatever it is. 51 maybe. But anyway, so we're driving through the desert and, uh, you know, the guys are trying to get some rest because we had stayed up late and stuff like that. And I get pulled over and I'm embarrassed because I'm pulled over with all these wrestlers in the vehicle and I get hazed by it. And they they say, "Okay, hey, idiot, go on. Be careful. Slow down. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm in the middle of the desert. Right. There is no car anywhere. Where did you come from? Right. Kelly. About 30 miles down the road, I got pulled over for the second time on the same trip <laughs> no, on the same highway. No. And they had radioed ahead to warn the guy that a speeding van was coming through. <laughs> With a bunch of wrestlers. I had to pay that ticket. I thought I was going to have to go back to the middle of the desert, Nevada, to make an appearance in court. They didn't help you out with that? I didn't have to go. But, okay, so then, my, my most scary time of ever being pulled over. I'm driving a car from my grandfather's car lot. My grandfather had a car dealership called USA Cars in Wiley, Texas. And sometimes the vehicles could be a tad bit sketchy. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. All right. You know, Pop would get a deal and then, you know, whatever happens. Right. And sometimes you don't know. Yeah. You don't know who had the car before. Of course. So we're driving up here from Dallas to uh, do an event, I guess, I think in Mississippi. Then we were coming to Jonesboro for something over here, right? So I don't live here. My car has Texas tags. It's a little Honda bubble car. I think it was a Honda Civic bubble at that point. It was black, no tint. And here's me and another wrestler guy, both bald dudes with Texas tags, <laughs> pulling through. It was, either, it was either Wynn, Brinkley, or Forest City. I can't remember the exact city. And all of a sudden, I look back, and all of a sudden, there's a, there's a cop car coming. And we pull over, and the cop never gets out. And I'm like, well, that's weird. We're just sitting here. What's he taking so long for? And then here comes another cop car. Oh, and another cop car. Kelly, we ended up being surrounded by four or five different cop cars, at which time they told us to step out of the vehicle. 
and they brought up a drug dog. Uh -uh. Because little did I know that there was a lot of drug trafficking that came from Texas (laughs) through that spot. You had to have been freaking out. Literally, no drugs, right? Yeah. Not me, but still, whatever. Uh, and, and so all of a sudden, they bring out these dogs, and they start sniffing the car. This is a USA Cars <laughs> car. I have not, This is not my car. Oh, my goodness. The stupid dog hits on the car. Uh-uh. There was residue in the car. What were you saying? They started ripping the seats out of the car. Oh, They, they went through goodness. everything in our wrestling bags. They couldn't find anything. Oh, my goodness. But they were, like, pulling parts of the car apart, up the mats. They were reaching underneath the steering wheel because they just knew we were trafficking. Because here we go. One of the guys was probably about 280 and bald. Here I am, skinny little bald guy, Texas Tags, driving through that area in the middle of the night. I can't imagine. I was scared to death. I wish someone had that on. They didn't have like dashboard cams at that time, did they? Probably not. But I did an event years and years later where one of the guys came up to me and said, hey, I pulled you over one time. No. He said, you were freaking out. Like, you dang right I was. When all of a sudden you're surrounded by multiple cop cars and the and the drug-stiffing dog is hitting on your car. No, when the dog comes out, yeah. Oh, mm. uh, yeah. <laughs> and then here I am. You know how you get into a situation, and this is awful with the police, with a boss, with your wife, where you know you're telling the truth, but you can feel that it sounds like it's a lie? Yeah. Oh, totally. Because I'm like, no, there's no drugs in this car. Well, why is the dog hitting on it? Right. They're not ours. Yeah. Because that's what everybody would say. Exactly. Even people who are guilty. Man. So. That's. Whew. I've been traumatized by the police. I think you have. I drive 10 miles under everywhere I go now <laughs> just to make sure I don't get pulled over. <laughs> True stories. We want yours, too, on Facebook. Brandon Baxter in the morning. How many of you looked in your rear view just now? It's <laughs> <laughs> your favorite thing to do. I love it. Okay, so anyway, we're talking about these stories the first time we got pulled over or one of the times you got pulled over. Did you freak out? Did you cry? All that different stuff. How old were you? Uh, what are you seeing on our Facebook page? Bobby Payton says, I was 26, had a taillight out, and couldn't find my insurance papers. That always happens. <laughs> That's awful, yeah. <laughs> I thought I was going to jail. The officer was really nice and even showed me how to change the light out. Are you serious? Yeah, that's a really nice person then. Yeah, that is a good one. Let's see. And then Lauren Swindle says, my computer was being weird. I was around 17 or 18. It was the same date Justin Bieber's Purpose album came out, and my sister and I were throwing our own concert on the way to school, oh, no. and I was pulled over for speeding. <laughs> she said, I told him I was running late for school, which I really was, but he was nice and gave me a warning. All right, Justin Bieber, get you in trouble yep, every single time, yep. y'all. So. Anyway, we want to know about the time you got pulled over first time. Did you cry? Did you panic? How old were you? It's up on Facebook this morning. Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the morning. Did you know horses can't breathe through their mouth, only through their nose? Really? Yeah. Had no idea. Did you know Guinness officially says their beer isn't black? It's a, quote, dark ruby red. I didn't think that either. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. And did you know the first time snowflake, the word snowflake, was used in its current form to describe someone sensitive, fragile, and needing to be coddled mm-hmm. was in the movie Fight Club. Really? Yeah. Oh, first it's time like an it insulting term, right? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. And if you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. A new survey shows that a lot of people have kind of allowed their car to become messy over the last number of months. 
They say about 20% of people haven't cleaned their car out in the last three months. Really? Yeah. Here's the deal. When I first got my truck, if you remember, mm-hmm. I was like, this is going to be different than any other vehicle I've ever had. It's going to stay brand new looking all the time. Mm-hmm. And then life happens, and you get some leaves in there and some grass clippings and a little bit of dirt, and all of a sudden... Red tries from the kids. Yeah, all of a sudden you don't clean it quite as much. Or like for me, if I go through a drive-thru and get a receipt, throw the receipt over to my passenger side seat. You know, I'm not That's really so, a stickler about it. Yeah. Mm. They say according uh, to the same survey, about one-third of people say their car has so much stuff in it, so much junk, there's not really room to have passengers in the vehicle. That's 33% of people out there, which is crazy. I do have this anxiety, though. Let me tell you my anxiety. Because, like, if my car is clean, like, the day after I clean it, wash it, do the inside, dude, I'll give anybody a ride. But, like, today, if if somebody said, hey, can you take me home? Yeah. I would be mortified to let somebody in my truck because I've had snow in there. I've had dirt in there. I've had grass clippings, all the different stuff. There's some clothes in the back. Uh-huh. There's candy wrappers. Well, and when you have kids, especially toddlers, uh, like through sixth grade, yeah. I mean, they throw everything out. Oh, yeah. Kyle would just spit his gum out in, in previous vehicles just on seats. Candy, goldfish. Yeah. Yeah. We had a Cheerios. van. We had a van one time, one of those uh, <laughs> mom vans. It was awesome. Like it was a great traveling vehicle. Had all the DVDs and automatic yeah. doors and all that kind of different stuff. But when we when we went to uh, sell that or trade it in, oh, like dude, did you feel sorry for the people that had to clean it? Because well, Kyle was little at that yeah. point, you know, and stuff was everywhere. Would you let somebody get in your car today, right now, and go for a ride? I will say probably yeah. I'd be embarrassed today because of from all the snow and stuff. I hadn't had a chance since after that to clean it. Yeah. But I think inside it's okay. Yeah, mine's kind of messy. I'd be embarrassed. And I thought I was going to have to pick up uh, one of our coworkers the other day. I was like, oh, I'm going to have to clean my truck first. <laughs> and then I was driving by one of the car washes, right? And I'm telling you, there were 50 or 60 mm-hmm. cars lined up at the car wash. Yep. And I'm like, hey, I get it, man. We want to get our cars clean. But do you realize that as soon as you get back on there and you drive over the sand that was put down or the dirt, you're going to be know. dirty again? I thought about that, but I was like, maybe they just need to vacuum out the, the inside of their no. car. This one was wrapped out into the main road, wrapped all the way around the building. Wow. 50 or 60 cars at least wow. trying to go through there. And they're st- the roads are still messy. Maybe it's just for that sense of normalcy. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. <laughs> anyway, would you let people hop in your ride today? Or are you one of the people who says, hey, I don't really have room for passengers with all this junk. Something to think about. Because it causes me stress. Mm-hmm. Like, can I have a ride? Nope. Can't Sorry. do it. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So earlier this morning, we were talking about Kelly's first time being pulled over. When she got pulled over, she pulled over to the wrong, to the wrong <laughs> side of the road. <laughs> Was she so- pulled all the way across traffic. <laughs> I did. And, Dorlin, what are you doing? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I did. Uh, okay, so then I tell the story about a couple times where I got pulled over twice in one day in Nevada. And I also had my car pulled over in, I can't remember if it was when Brinkley or Forest City, and maybe one of the officers would remember. This is about 1998, I guess. I, and I was pulled over by four or five cop cars, and the drug dogs came out. I would have killed to have seen that. And for those of you who have known me or have listened for a long time, you know that 
I panic a little bit. And in a situation like that where I know I'm innocent, but it doesn't look like I am, it's only going to make it worse. I promise I'm innocent. I don't do drugs. <laughs> I promise I don't do drugs. Don't test me now. Well, why are the dogs hitting on your car? I don't know. <laughs> right. And I'm, anyway, that whole story is on the podcast if you want to go back. But anyway, we were asking you, do you remember the first time you got pulled over? How old were you? Did you cry? Did you panic? What are you seeing? Michelle Hembree says 16. She was 16, speeding 25 over the limit in Sulphur Rock. Dang! Coming from Salem to Newport. She said, I pulled off the road while he did a U-turn and tried oh. to act like I had car trouble. <laughs> she said it didn't work. $80 ticket because he knew my grandpa. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 25 over? Yep. Golly. Let's see. Teresa Huddleston says, I was 16 and took a guy I had a crush on and his friend to town in my best friend's mom's car Mm -hmm. there was snow on the streets and i slid off the road clipped a corner of a house and ran over hedge bushes oh my the guys bailed on me and said (laughs) and the neighbor called the cops got a ticket for no driver's license and got the car impounded she was 16 and she didn't have a license (laughs) man anyway it's up on social media we want to hear your stories too facebook.com slash brandon baxter in the morning brandon baxter in the morning kelly can you give me a horn sound effect oh not that kind of horn not a car horn i need like a celebratory like a birthday horn it's food news time we have some good food news out there number one uh we found out that cheese might not be all that bad for you perfect for a long time cheese has uh, been given this bad rap right according to the dean of a school of nutrition and science in massachusetts Uh, They say there's almost no evidence that cheese causes weight gain. And in fact, there's evidence it's neutral at worst. Really? They also go on to say uh, there's no evidence that shows that cheese is linked to cardiovascular disease. And in some studies, it shows that a little bit uh, could be associated with a lower risk of cardiovascular disease. This is great news for so many people. How do they get this so wrong? I don't know. Like, we're afraid to have cheese. I know. <laughs> I love cheese. I'm going to get Poncho's cheese mm, dip today. good. There's also news out today that Taco Bell has a new fried chicken sandwich. Hmm. And uh, let me show you what this looks like. It's a piece of fried chicken in one of those chalupa-looking flatbreads. Okay. And it actually looks really good because then they have, uh, you know, their seasoning. It's like a chipotle seasoning and jalapenos on there. Now, it's only available in Nashville and Charlotte right now, but they plan on rolling that out nationwide as we go throughout the year. Once again, Kelly, give me the horn. There's your food news on Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, we we go back and we relive Kelly's first time getting pulled over and why we believe the state trooper promptly <laughs> retired after pulling her over. Unfortunately, that's true. Y'all, well, I won't even tell it, but it's it's ridiculous what happens. I also detailed the time I was pulled over and they brought out like four or five police cars and drug sniffing dogs. <laughs> that's, that's way better than mine. It's a true story as well from about 1998. Uh, plus, we talk about Mars and the landing on Mars, and we could just take it for what they've told us it is. Yeah, you have some you have some concerns. I just wonder about uh-huh. some things. So we talk about that. Plus, how messy is your car is another thing we talk about today. Lots of stuff. On today's podcast. So again, you can go wherever you get podcasts and search Brandon Baxter in the morning. Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? The series premiere of Superman and Lois. To tell the truth, MTV Unplugged presents BTS tonight. 
That'll be big. That'll be the number one trend on Twitter today, yep. guaranteed. The first season finale of Nurses on NBC and To Tell the Truth on ABC. All right, hope you guys have a great day, and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.